0: Welcome to the Trilongo track, your weekly peek behind the curtains of what it's like to be an entrepreneur, a mom, and a woman who seems to be doing all the things. Spoiler alert, she's not. I'm your host, Gianna Trelongo, and we are talking the good, the bad, and everything in between. Nothing is off limits. Plus, I'll be giving you tangible strategies to use in your online business to help you grow and scale without being chained to your phone 24 7, because nobody really wants that. So let's jump into the episode. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode. I'm really excited to talk about this topic today because. It has been a hot topic. It's something that my audience on Instagram has asked me to talk about, and that is preparing your online business for the new year. If you're listening to this in real time, it is early December, and This is right around the perfect time, even a little bit earlier for next year, um, to start really thinking about what your business is going to look like in the new year. Um, Also, if you listen to many of my episodes, I probably sound different, and that is because I am so incredibly congested, which again, if you're listening to this in real time, there is a 75% chance that you or your kid or somebody in your family is also congested or sick or has some kind of funk because that's just the excitement of this time of year, right? On top of everything else, uh, we're just fighting off flu and snot and diarrhea and Lord knows what else. (laughs) Um, All right. So, In this episode of preparing your online business for the new year, we are gonna be talking about four different categories. So we are gonna have just overall business, like a general kind of catch-all category. We're gonna be talking about lifestyle, social media, and then also investments. So as I go through this, take notes if you're able to, or make sure you come back and listen to this again. you don't have to do this all at once. If you spend a couple hours over a couple hours a week over the next four or five weeks, you can go through and do some auditing, do some reevaluating and really think through these. And of course, if you need support, this is exactly what my intensives and my VIP days look like at this time of year to go through and really help you audit and make your plan for next year. So let's jump into it and we're gonna talk about overall business first. Now, some of this you may have heard before, but what I find is a lot of us don't do these things. And in my opinion, what I'm teaching you, what we're talking about in this episode is the difference between somebody that is really treating their business as a true business, really acting like an owner, a CEO, versus somebody that's just reactive. Somebody that's just, you know, doing this as a hobby or is not taking it as seriously. Because at the end of the day, you can't just be reactive. You cannot just keep going in the same, you know, avalanche kind of effect down the mountain, even if things are working perfectly, even, which this is rare, but even if your business is perfect, You still want to do some of these things, but if you're listening to this, I can imagine that your business is not perfect or not exactly what you want it to be. So please, I am begging you on bended knee, not really, but figuratively on bended knee to spend some time going through these four categories. As I talk to you, you will feel much lighter, much more prepared, much more, um, big girl pants on in your business as we go into the new year. So first and foremost, in your overall business, you want to review the year. You want to really look month to month, quarter to quarter at what went well, what didn't go well. And that's in all aspects. That's finances, that's social media, that's how you felt about your business. And take some notes overall. Now, in the perfect world, starting next year, you would get into the practice of doing some of these things at the end of each quarter so that you have the notes you remember, because good Lord, we can barely remember what we did two weeks ago, let alone what we did in January. But sit back, think about it, scroll through your social media, look back even at your calendar, and it will help you wrap your brain around what went well and what didn't. Take note of high and low sales months and what contributed to them. And this will allow you to plan accordingly for next year. I'll be honest with you, November is my lowest sales month of the year. But if I'm going to take notes on that this year, which I do, that's because I was gone on vacation at the beginning of the month for 10 days. I was... um Gone for five days for Thanksgiving. And in between, I was sicker than a dog. So when I look back next year and it's fourth quarter and I'm starting to make a plan and I'm like, holy moly, why were my sales so low in November? I will have notes that say, girl, you took the month off. You were on vacation and you were sick, right? So that's something to keep in mind. If you had a very high sales month, was it because you launched your signature program? Was it because Disney put out um, their, you know, new year uh, bookings and pricing and so you had a lot of clients reach out to you? Is it because you decided to take on more one-on-one clients or more calls and so you had an influx? Influx of people? Did you have a real go viral and have a lot of new lead generation and a lot of new clients come in? So look at what that is so that you can plan accordingly for the next year. And now, really quick, everything that I'm talking to you about today is on a macro, like big picture level. There's things that you need to do to audit and talk through all of these, but this is a really good way to start. So, this is the other thing that is very important. And my friend Martha will tell you, you should be doing this every month. She was on an early episode, a bonus episode of the podcast. Uh, You should definitely go listen to it. Um, Start looking at your finances. And even if you spend just a couple hours organizing them, you should be doing this every month anyway. But if you're not, organize them, track some of your expenses so that come tax time next year, you're not having a nervous breakdown, trying to get everything together at the last minute. Then, start to look at your plan for next year, your macro bird's eye view plan for next year. And if doing the entire year feels overwhelming to you, then at least start with Q1. Start with January, February, March, and make a plan for what you're offering, what you're posting. Block out you know, birthdays and holidays and important things like that, but spend some time before January 1st planning out what next year is going to look like. And then finally, from an overall business perspective, and this one is important, and this is a big mistake that I see a lot of people make every single year, is, <coughs> Most of us are taking some time off during the holidays. So, whether you're taking the last two weeks of December off, or you're taking Christmas to New Year's off, or whatever that looks like, or if you're taking off the two weeks that your kids are home, that's great. You 150 million percent deserve to take off during the holidays. Take a step back, reset, enjoy the time, the magical time that it's supposed to be. However, before we get any closer to the holidays, one of the things you absolutely need to do is make the commitment to yourself of when you are going to come back in January. When are you going to consistently start posting again? When are you going to start taking client calls again? When are you going to say, "Okay, I'm getting out of my Christmas jammies and like let's go. Let's get back to regular life because after the 1st of the year, when our kids go back to school, typically, like, let's be honest with each other. We need a moment to be like, okay, thank God our kids are back in school. We took down the Christmas tree. Like, we're having a moment. That's fine. I am not telling you not to take time off. I'm not telling you not to reset. I'm not telling you when to come back in January. But I am telling you that if you don't set a deadline for yourself, all of a sudden it's February 1st and you're like, oh, I should probably plan out first quarter and start posting again. I see it happen every single year. So now, before you get any more wrapped up in holiday fun and to-do lists than you already are, look at your calendar and make that commitment for January of when you are coming back full fledged, ready to go. So those are the five things to really focus on when it comes to your overall business. Now, this is one of my favorite things to talk about. And I'm going to be honest, there are things that I did not do well this year, but this category, the lifestyle category, and having more of a balance, I say in quotes, you know, I don't really believe in that, but more of a teeter-totter in the lifestyle category. I did really well this year, especially after like burning out the year before, so I really want to talk through this because it's an important piece too to be looking ahead. So for lifestyle wise, you want right now, you want to block time on your 2024 calendar. Vacations, holidays, birthdays, any big things that you know you're going to want to have off. You're not going to want to be launching during this time. You're, you're going to need to get extra help, whatever that looks like. One of the best things that I did for myself, one of the best things I did for myself at the end of last year coming into this year was I blocked a lunchtime in my calendar. I cannot tell you how many times in 2022 I had calls from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m., back to back to back, I wasn't eating lunch, I was like shoving a handful of, you know, like almonds in my face before we, uh, before in between my calls, and I was hangry, and I was angry, and it didn't help how jacked up and unbalanced my hormones were, and I refused going into this year doing that. So every single Monday through Friday, I blocked my calendar 12.30 to 1.30 30 for lunch. I did not take calls during that time unless it was absolutely necessary. And even if it was necessary, I would move my lunch earlier or later as needed. And it's one of the best things I did for myself. Now I have some clients that prefer to block the morning. They wanna have a slow morning, they wanna have their coffee, they wanna like do their thing. And so they don't take calls till 11 or 12. So whatever you need, in your day, block it out now, create that habit and stick with it because as you know, and I know you've heard it before, I know you felt it before, if we are not taking care of ourselves as humans first, then at the end of the day, our business suffers, our family suffers, like we don't have time for that. So block these things in your calendar now. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, second, for lifestyle, is take inventory on this year. Did you have the time freedom that you wanted? Maybe not every week of every month, but overall, on average, in general, did you have the time freedom that you want? Were you able to say yes to the things you wanted to say yes to? Were you able to do the field trips and pick your kids up early from school and read the new books that came out that you wanted to read? Were you able to do that or were you so head down into work that you know you missed out on things or had no life outside of your business and keeping your family alive? Really, really hone in and think about that and be honest with yourself. Because if you do feel good about your time freedom, then make sure – that whatever you did to make that happen is coming into the new year. But if you don't feel like you have the t- had the time freedom, then now is the time to make adjustments in 2024 so that you can say yes, have hobbies, live your life the way that you want to live it. Some other questions to ask yourself, where and when were you stressed? What caused the most stress in your life? You know, did you kind of suck as a mom for, you know, the 10 days that you were launching? And is that avoidable? And if it's not avoidable, you know, sometimes it we are going to have stressful times in our business and that's fine. We're never going to do away with all the stress. But if you know you launch four times a year and that's a super stressful time for you, are you blocking time before it and after it, to take care of yourself and to pour back into your family, right? These are the kind of things that only happen if you are proactive in your business plan. These are the kind of things that only happen when you look ahead. And if you are not looking ahead, you are being reactive in your business. And at the end of the day, you will never have the business or the life that you want if you are being reactive. So think about when were you the most stressed? When were you the happiest? Think about did you make time for yourself that had nothing to do with your family, nothing to do with your business? And I get that that looks different for every every person, but does that mean that once a week instead of working during nap time, you were reading a book or binging a show because that makes you happy? Does that look like allowing more time to work out in the mornings and pushing client calls later. You know, what does that look like? Did you actually do that for yourself this year? And then think about what needs to stay the same and what needs to change next year. And how can you be proactive in making that stuff happen now? Really look at it. This is where you need to take a critical lens at your life and business over the last 12 months. So now let's talk about social media and how you can prepare for next year. And I'm sure you're noticing the trend that preparing for next year is a lot about evaluating and thinking about this year because you have to use the data that you collected, both the hard data like your finances and also your emotional data so that you can make a, a better adjusted plan for next year. So social media, there's five things that you really want to look at. You want to look at your ideal client. Did you work with people this year that you enjoyed working with? Did you work with people this year that you were excited to get on calls with, excited to open Voxer about, and that you were actually truly able to support and help them? If yes, good for you. Great job. You don't really have to change anything. If your answer is no or kind of or 50-50, then you're going to want to look at, do you need to adjust your overall ideal client? Did you have clients this year that you thought were ideal, but maybe they weren't because of X, Y, and Z? Did you have ideal clients that maybe you really didn't like and really didn't want to work with again, and you need to adjust your ideal client profile? Did you learn something from the people that you attracted that maybe you didn't have in your ideal client profile and now you want to make sure that you add that in? So look at that from your ideal client perspective. The next thing is your content pillars. Is what you were posting about this year what you want to continue posting about next year? Do things need to change? Are you helping people in December the same way you were helping people in January, in June, in October? Do you want to keep helping them that same way and make adjustments based on your answers? You also want to make your content commitment for 2024. And content commitment is something that I talk about in pretty much every program, every masterclass, every workshop that I do around content. And your content commitment is all about deciding I am going to post this many times every week on average. Obviously, there's a fluctuation, but on average, I'm going to post three times a week. I'm going to do two mini trainings a week in my stories. I'm going to email my list once a week. Making that content commitment allows you to stay on course for your posting. It helps you to be consistent and it helps take away the pressure of feeling like you need to post an email and show up every single day. If you set that content commitment, it's a lot easier to be consistent it's a lot easier to show up even when things are hard. And the second step to that is really starting to create your content strategy moving into 2024 because It just doesn't work in the online space anymore to not have a content strategy. And if that's something that you don't even know where to start on, if you didn't have a content strategy this year, if you are not consistent, then you absolutely need to get in my content program, Content Consistency Code, because it's going to teach you about strategy. It's going to help you be more consistent. So that's linked in the show notes for you to check that out. And then again, you want to look at your insights. What worked on social media? What didn't work? For me, in, in 2022, my goal was to have, um, I guess, like a lot Instagram live show. I don't know how else to say it, but to have like a scheduled time every other week that I would go live and I would advertise it and it would become a thing. And I tried to do it for a couple months and I hated it. I hated having to show up live at a certain time when I wasn't feeling inspired or I didn't have energy or I had my period. I hated it. And so what I had to do instead is commit to showing up live twice a month, whatever that looked like for me. And who saw it, saw it. The right person heard what I had to say and that was it. So really think about this year, what worked for you and what didn't work for you. You know, one of the biggest frustrations I see people get is when Instagram glitches. So If Instagram, that's never going to change and we cannot freaking control it. So if that was a frustration for you, what are you doing in 2024 to drop that frustration? Because while we can't control it, we also don't have time to get all pissed off or be on Instagram all day long trying to post a reel. So if that was something that was a sticking point for you this year, how are you changing that moving forward? Really think about that now. So those are the five things related to social media that you want to start thinking about and planning for in 2024. Now let's talk investments. So if you've been around me for a while, you know this about me. If you're new, let me tell you, I firmly believe that you have to invest in your business to move forward and investments can look like outsourcing, having a VA, having an OBM, having a graphic designer. It can also look like investing in programs and coaches and mentors. But I know, and maybe you know this, maybe you don't, the consumer mindset has changed and it will continue to change into 2024. A lot of the gurus are talking about this, it's something that I've seen happen. People are not afraid to spend money. People want to invest. People are a hell of a lot smarter in how they're investing. People are no longer just buying from you because you have a lot of followers. People are no longer buying from you just because you make an X, Y, and Z promise. They are asking questions, they wanna see proof, they wanna know that you can deliver because so many of us, myself included, probably you too, have been burned in our investments in some form or fashion. And so we're not going to just go drop $1,500, $5,000, $10,000 on a coach or a mentor because they say we should, right? So keep that in mind when you're creating content, but just in general, in your business, consumers are smarter. So let's talk about preparing investments. So first and foremost, just kind of where we started in every category is review your investments from this year. What worked? What didn't work? Where did you get ROI? What kind of investments seemed to be something that you really enjoyed? What got wasted in your inbox? The next thing to look at from an investment, this is more financial, is your subscriptions. Look at your subscriptions in December. Cancel what you don't need, even if they don't expire. I just did this in my Apple, in my like, um my Apple ID. You can go in and you can look at subscriptions. I had stuff that I was not using. You can cancel it before it renews. Do that. Um, But also do it on your bigger things. Do you need all the software? Do you need to pay for Zoom? Do you need to pay for Calendly? Maybe you do, maybe you don't. Look through those things. Then look at your lifestyle section And plan for next year. So if you look at your lifestyle section and you did not have as much time freedom this year as you wanted, what investments do you need to make, do you need to make in order for your life to be easier, for your business to run smoother, Do you need a VA? Do you need a graphic designer to come in and make some templates for you so that creating content is easier? Do you need somebody that is going to help you repurpose your content? I work with somebody that takes my podcast episode and she schedules it and then she turns it into a blog and then she turns it into Pinterest. I would never do that stuff if I had to do it on my own. So what kind of support automations delegation do you need to make that's the first thing to think about and then think about your goals for next year and where you're struggling with think about what knowledge you don't have or where you kept getting stuck and be very specific about the support that you could potentially need in that area and then the next layer of that is thinking do i need knowledge or do i need support because those are two very different things. Do I need knowledge or do I need support? Sometimes it's both. Perfect example. One of the things that I invested in in 2023 was a course to teach you how to do Pinterest. I had no idea how to do Pinterest. I had no idea where to start. I really didn't even understand the basis basics of it. And so I went and I bought like a $300 course that walked you through, it was self-paced on Pinterest so that I had the knowledge in my brain. Now, yes, after I went through that course, I hired the support of somebody to do it for me, but I needed the knowledge as the business owner of Pinterest so that I could work collaboratively and guide the person doing my Pinterest on what I wanted. So that's where I needed knowledge first. Now, if you don't have a content strategy, if you don't even know what that means, you need knowledge first. If you want to start an email list and you don't know where to start, you need knowledge first. But if you are three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten years into some form or fashion of your online business and you still don't have the traction that you want, you've done a lot of courses, you've done a lot of... Um, freebies, you've done the self-paced thing, you've done the group program thing, what you probably need is customized support. You need a mentor, you need a coach, not somebody that's going to say like, this is the type of post you should make today. You don't want, you don't want to say, just tell me what to do. You want customized support where you're going to them and saying, this is my business. This is the piece that I feel is missing, or this is where I'm stuck. And collaboratively, you're creating a plan. Collaboratively, you're moving through wherever you're stuck. So again, I'll use myself as an example. One of the things that I have struggled with over the last couple years, because you only know what you know, is I can make a plan and I can follow a plan and I can set a financial goal. But one of the things I am not great at is the very nitty gritty of a, of the online space of in order to make this much money, you need to sell this many things, which means you need this much, this many leads on your email list or this many leads in your free program. Like really the micro, micro, suit to me, super sexy like way to move out of, I know how to sell to people to, I know how to consistently hit my financial goals and surpass them every month because I have a micro level plan. I'm not good at that. And so I found an OBM that is great at that. And she's going to help me do that moving forward all for next year. So you have to know what you need before you start spending money. And if you are the type of person that is a squirrel syndrome, FOMO, let me spend money every time somebody has a sale or every time somebody promises me the perfect solution, then being very clear about what you actually need and being very clear about what your goals are and and what kind of... Um, foundational blocks or support blocks you need to get there will help you from that FOMO spending money that you don't necessarily want to be spending just because you know you get sucked in and it happens to all of us there are times where I get sucked into a coach's marketing and I have to like psh, like take the rose colored glasses off like you don't need this you don't need this right it happens to all of us so it's totally fine if that's you, but it's a lot easier to stay on track with your investments when you know exactly what you need and you really spend time figuring out do I need knowledge and foundations or do I need customized one-on-one support for my specific business. So <clears throat> those are the categories. Again, I don't want you to be overwhelmed. You could you can do all of you could do each category in an hour to 2 hours a week one category per week, go through it, go through these questions, listen to this, um, episode again, if you're kind of passively listening and take some notes and go through this. So this isn't something that you need to sit down and do all at once, but doing this, resetting your goals, resetting what you need, evaluating how this last year went will drastically help you to get where you want to go in 2024. Instead of just being reactive, just going with the flow. And if you want support in this, if you are like, I love this idea, but I don't wanna do it myself or I know I won't do it myself. Like I know I have to do it, but I know I'm not gonna do it myself. (laughs) I have VIP days that are available for you to do this. If you are listening in real time, if you book one in December, you are gonna get the 2023 pricing for a 2024 VIP day. So you can reach out to me on Instagram, send me a DM and we can chat about what that looks like for you. In the meantime, please leave a review if you found this episode helpful. Give me five stars. Tell me what you loved about it. It really helps new people find this podcast and then share this episode with your biz bestie. You know what would be so fun to do is share it with your biz bestie, take notes, and then jump on a Zoom co-working session together and work through these things together. It's always more fun, easier. You have that accountability piece when you're jumping on with a friend. So there's a couple options for you to have the accountability and support that you need. And I am wishing you an amazing holiday season and a great start to 2024. I'll see you in the next episode. Bye!